that's why you still shouldn't trust the chicken salad. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less. Here on the all-new Cover Band Confidential Podcast headquarters, I'm Adam Johnson. And here in the old uh, remote satellite office in Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. So uh, the space is up. It's not finished, but uh, all the things are there. So oh, yeah, Elvis is behind you. I see that. Yep, that's an so important. Elvis has always been here. He's just never been in frame. You know, the the whole intent of doing the build out was that I I wouldn't need to use the green screen anymore. Right. Uh, that remains to be seen. The intent though is to have a very interesting back section. It's good. Is and that, if that doesn't work, does, the green screen comes back. And is that Elvis actually on velvet? Yeah, it's a velvet Elvis. Excellent. Excellent. As has, all Elvi should be. Yes, he has traveled all around and um, landed in the the band room. Uh, my intent is to find the gaudiest frame of all time, uh, gilded and you know scrolly and whatnot, and kind to shrine, hang him in a place sort of, of a, yeah yeah hang him in a place of prominence um, above all of the hooch. I think that's so important. The, I think that's good. You yeah, know, there's going to be a bar. There'll be a bar back there. So. I will say in my um, trivia show last night, the theme of which was love songs and breakup songs. Um, nice. I did do um, I Can't Help Falling in Love with You. It's a good one. It's a good one. And I always ham it up. I always, you know. I can't help. You know See, that's one of those that I have a hard time with because the the, the lower range, it's not necessarily my It explores suit. the very bottom edge of my range. I can get it. Yep. But, um, but yeah, I couldn't, you know, if it was a half step lower, there'd be no chance. Definitely. So, how's it going? Oh, super good. Super good. Life's getting back to life around here. How about you? Uh, roughly the same. Um, things are a little busy, and uh, I feel like we're still kind of in the gear shift situation trying to figure out what that speed feels like. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we've been talking a lot about, you know, shows coming back, and right now I'm trying to find out what saying yes to certain things feels like and saying no to certain things feels like. Hmm. Cause I feel like there's, well, there's definitely a push to say yes to everything, Yeah, but I don't think that's feasible right now in the current season. So I'm trying to find the balance. Mm-hmm. What sort of things are you saying no to? Um, the, well, here's a good example. Uh, I've had, I had, I turned on three or four fourth of July hmm. events. Okay. Um, because Right now, it was more valuable to spend time with the the kids and the family uh, versus uh, being out and away from them uh, on a holiday. So, yeah, that's one example of many. But I mean, this has been one of the the, the week prior to this was I, I said yes to everything, and we did three shows in seven days with three different projects. And um, so, I'm I'm very fine right now to kind of put the you know kind of shift down into uh, a less uh, strenuous schedule. Yeah. So that's good. I'm sort of confronting um, that, I, that I could probably get myself hooked up for an acoustic something probably more steady and more nights a week than I really want to. Yep. It'd be actually very easy for me to say yes to that. Um, I mean, I, I, I felt that way for a while, yeah. you know, since things have kind of opened back up, if I wanted to play every night, I absolutely could. Yeah. Um, it's just right now, that's not a good thing to do. Right. Um, I do want to talk about what those opportunities kind of look like. Um, and we can have that conversation a little bit later. Okay. Uh, 
but yeah, it's it, it's just there's a lot going on in trying to find the work life balance and the gig life work life balance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just something I'm, I'm in the process not, of figuring out. It's not the out. main gig for either of us, so there's that to balance. Well, yeah, and and right now I'm I'm also kind of reconciling with the fact that like I got a bunch of gear that needs to be sent off and stuff that needs to be looked at, and I've got to you know finish this build out and um, you know pay some contractors, and so I am definitely weighing the pros and cons of do I need to make money or do I need to spend time at home? Yeah, you know it's 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 pulled in much more you know immediate focus yeah. at the moment. So yeah. yeah. Yep, I get it. Yeah. So, uh, not a whole lot else going on. Uh, I feel like those things are, are really like the big things. Um, and uh, we don't have to do a whole lot of housekeeping. Uh, I feel like we've kind of kept things pretty current yeah. uh, for anybody who's listening out there. Uh, I will say that we have a video coming out tomorrow on YouTube, which is a continuation of the interview that I did with Eric from Nevermind. Um, cut that down and kind of like the pros and cons of being in a tribute band uh, that will be coming out tomorrow. Nice. Uh, I'd like to do a bit more, you know, kind of gig diary kind of thing, but like up to this point, I haven't had a space to do that in. So, uh, you know, hopefully once things get settled here, um, I'll have more uh, bandwidth to do that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Other than that, it's just business as usual. So why don't we just hop in and talk uh, how the last week has gone, yeah. gig wise? Yeah, because this is this is what we want to talk about is how yeah how um, you know once once a ball is rolling, how do you how do you ride the ball? Yeah, it, I mean whatever balls. I mean I'm not riding on. I I don't have that kind of balance. It's a metaphor. It's a. Is it? If it's not, then I want to see that. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I yeah I don't have that. Yeah, so I've shared a couple of times in the last couple of weeks about the live music trivia thing that I've been doing at um, this place in town. And the cidery. Yes, the uh, Bull City Cider Cider Works, and um, uh, they also have beer. So anyone who's listening is like, yeah, cider. I don't get it. Yeah, don't worry. Um, feel free to come anyway if you're a local. But um, the. Um, you know, the more I do there and the more success I have at individual nights there, the more momentum there is to use me for other things um, sure. from their manager, who's, who's um, um, frankly, just never never seen the kind of crowd that this event that I'm putting on produces in a, you know, decades-long career of running bars and things. He's, he's never seen anything like this. Um, and frankly, neither have I. Last night, um, one of the things we do in the trivia is we every, every, um, every night there's a physical challenge. So I get okay. I get one person from each team up to do something silly and um, yeah like double dare it's like double dare um, last night it was so the theme last night was love songs and breakup songs and so at the physical challenge I played one song that is both a love song and a breakup song and the challenge was to emote it right perform it and the song obviously was I will always love you as recorded by Whitney Houston nice um, which was you know Dolly Parton wrote it as a breakup song Whitney recorded it as a love song and it's it's both at once. And, um, the guy who won ended up literally dancing on the bar, um, which <laughs> first for that, for that joint and for that staff. And, um, so it just keeps topping itself with how crazy and great it is. Um, yeah. and that manager called me 
Uh, so this would have been an off week for it. Yesterday, the Wednesday of it would have been the off week. But the guy who does the normal trivia, non-music trivia, um, mm-hmm. has kind of bailed on him. And so he called and said, can you come do a special one this week? And I worked it out and did. Um, and I'm still on again for next week. And then he also needed me to fill in a hole at the um, the bar, the the branch of it in, in Lexington, North Carolina, yeah. um, which I talked about on, on, on the show last week too. So I'm doing just a solo acoustic there on Saturday the 3rd, July 3rd, um, which would be my first time there and kind of feel it, feel out the space or how the trivia might work there. And um, But, you know, those are two gigs that dropped in my lap out of the blue just because yep. I've proven myself there and the guy kind of trusts that I am going to show up and deliver um, and that I know what I'm delivering. I'm not just playing music that I like. I like I'm like delivering a crowd and producing results at the bar. Um and he understands that I understand that, and we're in very good sync. Um, plus, he takes really good care of me on pay. Our deal has been yeah. the show's $100, and then when if it's greater than that, it'll be more. And he has never paid me, you know, before tips, I've never gotten less than 250 out of him. Yeah. Because I'm doing great there. I'm just totally killing it. So for this one, this one at Lexington, like, I didn't even ask what the pay was going to be because he's going to take care of me because he wants to keep me, yeah. you know, in his in his, in his his close circle. Um. And so it's, 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 um, what I'm seeing here is that it's really, um, it's a whole different ball game building momentum around a career of music or, or anything probably when there's already some momentum leveraging yeah. some success into the next success, um, is, is just something you want to have your eye on something you want it, to, it's so much easier than getting that first gig booked. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have some strategies for first gig booking too, which we haven't talked about in quite a quite a few episodes. So we probably want to go yeah. back to that at some point. But well, I mean, at this point, like you don't really have to. It's yeah. it's interesting, you know. We kind of started this whole operation on the basis of you, you know, running a particular kind of band, and that that entire model has kind of been flipped on its head this year. Yes, uh, for better or worse, it it seems like it's 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 a uh, it's a low overhead, uh, low stress, uh, fun lucrative operation yeah. i don't i don't i don't really see the downsides to you know where things are going right now with you guys yeah there are none there are none that's great yeah 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 so it's um you know the 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 point is to be nurturing those relationships and be um looking for what what new you can provide um and thinking creatively you know like so look i'm a, i'm a, uh, among other things i'm a solo acoustic artist Okay, well, so then I started thinking about, all right, well, what could I do that would turn into some kind of regular standing gig? And the karaoke thing is one, and the trivia game is another. And I started thinking about how to make it be something that wouldn't be, oh, great, well, I'll book you three times over the next six months. Yeah. Right, but instead, like, okay, you're on every other Wednesday. Um, Just completely changes the picture of your calendar when you've got that sort of thing going on. Um, I've seen people doing a bingo game i'm not really mm-hmm. sure how that works um yeah and I'm, that i'm trying to think of how you tie that into music i my guess is that you would make individual bingo cards that had song titles on them in random orders i've seen okay. web apps that can produce you know 50 shuffled bingo cards you know so you give it your set list and then the person who checks off all of your songs and gets that's kind of cool you know it's 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 a neat idea i've i've never um done it. I don't know that it would be um I don't know. I think there's a right crowd for that. 
could be fun. Um, yeah, I mean, because all the things that, that immediately jump to my head that would be funny are only funny for like people like us. Like you could do like an acoustic, a solo acoustic gig cliche bingo card. Yeah. And then like, what would be on that? You know, Wonder anytime Wall. he dedicates a song to. <laughs> you know, the ladies, or he tells a story behind, you know, what the song is about, or right. anytime he uh, t- t- talks about tipping the bartenders or yeah. mentions the tip jar, like, yeah. you could you could definitely do that. But again, that's just, that's only something that's entertaining. To, yeah, or know. acknowledges applause by saying, oh, thank you so much. Right. Or, or, yeah, doesn't say anything at all. Or doesn't say anything at all. Yeah. Yes, that could be fun. Every single one of those could just be guitar player is insecure and you just. <laughs> right. Right. Doesn't know what to do with his hands when he's not playing the guitar. Yep. Yeah. For sure. Well, it's good, man. I mean, it, you know, it seems like you've kind of got, you know, you've got your hands around this whole situation and, and it's just basically how long uh, you feel like taking the, uh, taking the ride. Yeah. Because he's he's basically, I mean, the the owner of that spot is willing to use you as much as you're willing to say yes. For sure. For sure. There will come a time with the trivia, and I did last time I was doing it. You know, I did it for, gosh, six or eight months or something in, in my last run of them. And there came a point where, like, I felt like I, I, my, I ran out of material. Like I really was committed to not dupl- not replaying songs that I'd done in trivia shows before because yeah. it kind of gives away the game. Um my set list is, you know, song list is very, very big, uh, because the karaoke made it be, um, yeah. but, uh, but finite. And so there'll come a time when I won't be able to do another eighties or another nineties, you know? Um, yeah. and at that point, maybe I'll talk to him about doing karaoke instead. I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, I think you have, you've come at the, uh, the situation with a lot of, um, creativity that, you know, they would, you know, he'd be willing to, play ball, yeah. you know, regardless of the situation. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't worry about that too much. No. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and he's a, he's a creative guy too. So, um, a couple of times we've just bounced ideas off each other and it's been, been great. So good. Yeah. 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 So the point is, you know, get your foot in the door and then keep your foot in the door. That's the important thing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> take your foot out of the door. Go on with this very, uh, you know, very complicated concept you know, expand on that. Yeah. I'm just kidding. There, there is nothing. No, you just, keep, that's you it. just keep doing keep the, the thing. relationship alive. Keep the, you know, I have in the past had places where I played once and then it was like at the end of the night, Oh, you guys were great. See you around. Yeah. And then no attempt to contact them. You know, <laughs> either we weren't great, which is possible or, um, I had something else was going on that was, we were, had no visibility on, but, um, you know, if you can, if you can leverage your participation in a place, your, your partnership with a venue into, into a relationship, that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, fantastic, man. You very, have, very some, you cool have some news here too. I do. So let's talk about the, the week that I just wrapped up. So, uh, on, after we did the episode last week, uh, I did an, a solo acoustic thing on Friday, uh, which went like it normally does. It's a place that I play fairly regularly. Is this uh, the alley? Uh, yes, it's the alley by the restaurant. Um, 
had a good night, played a bunch of stuff. Everybody seemed happy, made great tips. Uh, Amber came out with one of our neighbors and the kids, and the kids were being absolute monsters. So as they were packing up, I told Amber, the first 100 bucks out of my tip jar go to you and Lauren so that you can go and get uh, foot massages. There's this foot massage place that they love. So a hundred bucks of that went towards them uh, as a thank you for, you know, tolerating my show plus kids. Mm. Uh, So even then I still walked out with over a hundred dollars in tips. Great. Felt pretty good about that. Uh, The following Tuesday. So we had a couple days to recover. Amber and I did a, uh, a duo show, which was a live stream from Venkman's. Uh, first time we had been there in over a year. Uh, that went perfectly fine. Had a good time. I'm still waiting to get the video back from that. Um, it was it was streamed on a couple of platforms. And then um, because it was on Facebook, I can't get the raw video feed because uh, we weren't streaming it from our account. So I'm just waiting on the venue to send that my way. My intent with that is to is to use it just for Amber and I to do, you know, just put it up on our website for duo purposes. Yeah. Um, just to have some promo material because it sounded good. It looked good. You know, it's a perfectly great piece of uh, material. So uh, going to do that. Uh, and then Friday uh, was the, uh, the sub gig that I was doing for the potentials, yeah. uh, which was actually that gig was recommended to me from a listener of the podcast that I had played a show with uh, back in the summer of last year. Uh, Chase, uh, who uh, I did that gig, that wedding gig with, uh, is a listener of the podcast, and uh, his cousin needed a fill-in, so he recommended me, and um, spent time. Uh, we did rehearsal on Wednesday, so I was downtown Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, and then we did the show on Friday. Uh, it was an all. It was in a venue I, I hadn't played. The new they had relocated. We had I'd never played there before, and it was for the manager of the venue. It was a surprise party. Cool. And so we were there basically as musical wallpaper. Yeah. Uh, we were not the focal point of the situation. It was just, uh, you know, we were playing and some people were listening. Some people were outside. It was just, you know, we went through the motions. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, it's always cool to get on stage with another group of guys. And um, it went relatively well. Uh, I I would give myself, a, you know, like a B minus on on subbing. Definitely wasn't a hundred percent, but anytime I, you know, I hit uh, a brain fart, I was able to, you know, recover and, you know, keep, keep things moving. Good. Um, I will say one of the cool things that I, I managed to do that I'm going to definitely continue to do, uh, in the future is get my little friction phone mount deal. Mm-hmm. I put it on my mic stand, um, flipped the camera around and did like a widescreen video, of uh of the stage view uh the footage turned out really really good yeah and i was able to kind of cut it up and do some stuff uh on our page and uh my tiktok account and just kind of like just to have yeah um and that's something that is super easy to do and and doesn't require a whole lot of effort uh and if you can get the uh, those friction mods i i know that you you ended up picking one up i did same one um, as you yeah, so uh, if that's something that you have no idea what we're talking about, uh, email us, coverbandconfidential.gmail.com. I can provide you the link. There you go. It is uh, a really neat piece of kit, and uh, I will be using it for a lot of stuff in the future. It, but, well, go ahead. Well, it just, it blows my mind, you know, all the, all the money I've spent on little 
action cameras and doodads and video takers of various sorts. And my phone is by far the best, especially low light camera. Like not even close. Yeah. Yeah. By far. Um, I shot 30 minutes of 4k footage Yeah, and it all turned out amazingly. It's gorgeous. The lighting is perfect. Yeah. Apple's not messing around with the cameras on their phones. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. I submitted, um, uh, for a, a festival um, in the middle of last summer or uh, that went virtual because of last summer, our yeah. video for that was taken on my phone. Same, same deal, you know, just parked it on a tripod and pointed it at us. And even the audio, the audio was in phone audio and it sounded fantastic. Yep. Amazing. So, um, but you know, you were kind of talking about how you take opportunities and leverage them into new opportunities yeah. and, that was kind of uh, a fortuitous event that happened to me as well. So, you know, we can kind of thread the uh, thread the needle there yeah. and, and you know, bring it on home. So the situation goes like this. The, 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 the gig that we did, uh, the guys in that band knew this, the manager of the venue. The venue is called The Masquerade. Uh, it's in downtown Atlanta. Uh, it's primarily cater, it caters to... I would say, you know, independent original music, metal, punk, you know, underground hip hop, that kind of thing. Yeah. But it's it's cool. The original location had three floors and each one had its own venue per se. So yeah. there was hell in, in on the ground floor, purgatory in the middle and heaven on top. Nice. Um, so they have relocated to a another uh, area and they still have that kind of lo- location. And the idea being that on the lower end, the capacity is smaller. Mm. And as you go up, you know, the room gets bigger, the capacity grows. Um, so we were playing in Purgatory, kind of middle uh, size, the mid-size venue. And, you know, I didn't come in with any contacts. I didn't come in with any preconceived ideas of what the night would be. It was literally like, I'm going to show up. I'm going to play guitar for the first time in six months. I'm going to, you know, vibe with some some new musicians and I'm just going to have a good night. And that's basically what I did. Uh had a lot of fun, played some tunes that I've never played before. Uh, but in the process of, you know, on breaks and going to grab a beer at the bar, you talk to people, you introduce yourself, you have conversations and stuff. Uh, but what ended up happening was that the the bass player who had got me onto the gig in the first place was talking to uh, the guy who manages the venue and then the agent who runs that particular room. It's like, oh, you know, Adam plays... Uh, and he runs a couple of groups. He's got this, 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 and this. You should, you know, maybe check those those things out. I didn't think anything of it because, like you said, we have these conversations all the time, and they don't normally, you know, materialize. So you just kind of go, okay, yeah, you know, and then you move on. On Monday, after playing the show on Friday, not hearing from anybody or anything, and not really thinking much of it, I had like five alerts on Facebook happen all within like the course of like two minutes and it was this guy his name is sid it's like sid likes this band sid likes this band and he basically went through found me asked to follow me on facebook liked every single one of my projects and then immediately sent a dm on one of them uh so long story short he reached out about the pop punk emo tribute that i've been talking about literally since 2019 yeah and was like we have a date on august 13th uh, would you guys be interested in doing a 30 minute set opening up for two touring tribute bands? Cool. A Weezer, a Weezer tribute and a, and a Blink-182 tribute out of New York. Cool. 
And I was like, well, yeah, but let me see if I can actually do this. So uh, got in the horn and managed to find a lineup. And so the Pop Punk Emo thing has its first show ever in the middle of August. Sweet. And again, it wasn't anything I did other than just say yes to an opportunity and not be opposed to it. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited. Um, you know, in in this case, it's it's there are pros and cons to it, but the the bigger pros are um, I found a group of four guys who were who wanted to do it and weren't necessarily worried about the fact that we may not make a ton of money on it. It's a thirty minute set, which means that like I mean. I don't think of any sort of like project that could get an easier kind of gimme opportunity sure. than to just come up with eight songs totally. uh, to, to hit the ground running. And if the show goes well, you know, I, I'm not, I've already, I'm losing money on this gig. No, no doubt, but I'm going to leverage whatever opportunity I can get to pl- with this gig and with this band in front of a crowd uh, to shoot some video and get some promo material put together so that in the event that it goes over well, um, we have some stuff to work with. And if the show goes well and the venue does well, uh, I'm, I'm assuming they would be interested in per, you know, in cultivating that relationship and doing more gigs like that. Yeah. So could turn into something uh, more regular, could turn into something bigger, you know, just not sure. Sure. I mean, but I it's think it's worth, worth pursuing. I think that you, um, when he when he went through and liked all of your projects, I think what he was saying to you was that he um, sees you as a solution to a problem, which yep. is like, how do I get a local act that can open for anything that's coming on tour, or most anything, yeah. um, broad range of anything anyway, um, yeah. that are pros and I know will show up and not be high drama and can do a thirty minute you know thing with their hands tied, you know, just knock it out. Um, yeah. So that's great. Again, like that's, that's the kind of relationship you want to be nurturing and be developing and, you know, say to him, listen, I, I can, I can perform a lot of different styles and a lot of different themes. And so, you know, in, in fact, if you have something that you need, let me know, I can, I can probably create yeah. it, you know? Yeah. I mean, the, I, I went so far as to, you know, he, he basically was like, um, I was like, Hey, we can do this. What do you need from us? Do you need logos or whatever? He's like, yes, shoot me logos. Uh, so I sent them to him and I was like, I went ahead and posted all my stuff. Let me know if you need anything. And then he was like, uh, we're a little short staff. I don't know if we can add you guys to the existing artwork. I was like, full disclosure for what it's worth. If you send me some stuff, I'll design something for you. Yeah. Because I mean, in my case, I want to make this as big of a deal as possible sure. because I want our, that project to be tied to it in some way. Yeah. Um, hadn't heard back from him, but you know, was, you know, I'm willing to play ball, uh, with whatever resources that I can provide and, you know, to be a, uh, to be a value add. So, yeah. Awesome. So yeah, I bet that's going to be amazing. I hope it is. Um, we've got, uh, as far as band stuff goes, uh, we're going to do members only is getting in the room for the first time, uh, in a while, uh, next week on the seventh, uh, we'll probably get a couple of rehearsals in for the gig on the 31st. And then we'll do maybe a rehearsal or two of the, the pop punk thing, uh, before our show on the 13th. And, um, you know, we're basically looking at a gig a month for the foreseeable future. And if more pops up, that's great. If not, like I said, things are super busy and, you know, I I want to be able to uh, put the right amount of effort into whatever we've got going on. And if that means playing a little less often uh, until we can get things kind of settled at the house, uh, so be it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, 
we are in a moment in this world of, of real expansion of, um, opportunity for live entertainment. And we just need to be sort of wise about how we engage with that. I think that. So, so yeah, let me, let me say one more thing about opportunities. Um, I have talked on a number of occasions about the acoustic gig mafia in uh, in mm-hmm. our area, yeah. And the I would say the dawn of <laughs> of that of that particular operation uh, is a listener of the show. Uh, I have joked around with him that I have dubbed him this, and he's like, you know, hey, any branding's good branding for me. <laughs> um, and in doing so, he was like, hey, I've got this uh, this app that I'm in the process of developing. Uh, I would love to know what you think about it. Go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and send you an invitation and, you know, see what you think about it. Plug yourself in. Uh, and so basically what he has done is right now he's using uh, a third party app, but I think he's in the process of building something where you basically, um, you send an invite out to a network of people that you think can handle, you know, your your gigs and stuff. And I basically just get push notifications. It says a new, sh- the, it, I think it's being set up as like a like a contractor thing or like a like a salon scheduling or whatever. But it's basically like a new shift has been added, and it's like a date, a time. You have the pay and the notes, and and then you basically just like submit requests to take the shift, hmm. and the person at, on the other end of it, you know, approves or you know he picks somebody, and then you know that person gets the gig. Cool. So it's an interesting concept. Um, I just literally jumped into it, I don't know, three or four hours ago, a whole lot of time to, to look into it. Um, but in a, uh, in a, in a competitive market, but with a tight, tight knit, like mu like network of musicians, uh, it's a really compelling solution yeah. to that kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to give it a couple of weeks. I'm going to, you know, see how it all pans out and see what it, how it kind of the user experience is. And then maybe we'll, we can revisit it at some other time. So yeah, that's good. Interesting stuff. Yeah. Well, that's all I got. All right. Me too. Me too. Actually, uh, um, I want to talk about, um, reviving my mailing list, but we'll st- that's probably a bigger topic. We can save that for next week. Yeah. You know, I think we've been, we've been at it long enough yeah, yeah. for, for this yeah, week. Yeah, we yeah. can, we can table that to yeah, next time. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully there'll be more stuff to talk about. I'm sure. For sure, life will go on. It will. Hey, we have a guest uh, bumper to this after this uh, this afternoon. This uh, we have a guest. Um, uh, if you want to support this podcast, yeah. So um, we have been uh, really having a lot of fun in the Patreon channel. Uh, if you sign up for the five dollar tier of Patreon, you get invited to our exclusive Slack channel, where you and you know a very small handful of very competent, very cool uh musicians uh can just ask questions and uh get pretty straight answers from you know guys who know what they're talking about yeah. so if that's something that you think would be a value add to you check out patreon.com slash cover band confidential and um sign up on the five dollar tier yep. uh, you get an invitation and it's basically that but uh, uh we reached out to uh that network and said hey would any of you guys be up for volunteering and got a uh, a lovely piece this week and so we will let other Adam, other Adam take us out. That's right. So guys, thanks again for tuning in. I uh, hope you have a wonderful week out there doing what you're doing. Uh, if you'd like to support us, you can do a lot of things. The easiest thing to do is when you're listening to it, take a little screenshot on your phone, 
post it onto social media, tag us, tag me, tag Dan, tag the show, uh, or you can do any of the things that our guest is going to say right now. Otherwise, I will go ahead and let you go. From Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. From Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You've been listening to the Covering Confidential Podcast for the week of July 1st, 2021. Have a great week. Hi, this is Adam from the Buzzworthies in Chicago. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. If you want to support the podcast, be sure to like, subscribe, and share it with your friends. If you have the means, please leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice. You can follow the podcast on social media, on Facebook at facebook.com slash coverbandconfidential, on Instagram at coverbandconfidential, or on Twitter at coverbandconfid. You can also follow the hosts on Instagram at Adam Patrick Johnson and at Dan Ray Musician. If you have any questions, please email us at coverbandconfidential at gmail.com or leave a text or voicemail at 404-491-0910. Consider supporting the group on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash coverbandconfidential. And for more info, check out the podcast on the web at www.coverbandconfidential.com. You can also check out the Buzzworthies on the internet at www.thebuzzworthies.com. Have a great day.